we're back. We're back. Yeah, baby. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> so loose tonight. I'm feeling know. really loose. What's going to happen? The D um, boys are back. Yeah, look. Draft boys in the house. We're giddy. Welcome back to the Draft Boys. The FPL Draft Podcast. What, As always, joined later? by Miley G, Hito, and myself, Whitey Lads. How are we doing? Are we doing good? Oh my God, it's been too long. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. It really actually has been too long. And and I think we need to start the podcast with a formal apology. Yeah, definitely to all the listeners, all the fans out there. We fell off the radar last year. There's yeah. a lot going on. Life caught up with us mm. and... Uh, Major we had to life. take a little hiatus. A couple of court appearances. A couple of, of yeah. yeah. A quick jail term. Yeah. Term. Miles's jail sentence. Three was to six. Something no one was happy about. And then but I weirdly got jury it. duty at the same time. <laughs> was it you? I ended up having you. <laughs> you know when they say, do you know any of these people? I'm like, no, I don't know. Anyone. Yeah. Well, not really. Yeah. Like, how do you really know someone? My boy needs someone on the inside. Maybe that's know. why I got such a lenient sentence. That's how you got off, mate. Yeah. But we you. needed you back for the next season. <laughs> we needed you back for the next season. Speaking of which, let's move on straight on into it. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be the first of our uh, preseason eps. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do two of them. We're going to get as many as we can. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so we thought we we're trying to go a bit earlier this year to give everyone a bit more time uh, to you know figure out what they're going to do with their drafts. Mm. Uh, so slightly changing up how we've done it in the past. We're going to talk about uh, basically each team in alphabetical order. Uh, we're going to go through the top. Uh, 10 teams today and then we'll talk about the next 10 teams uh, next week mm -hmm. and then uh, yeah well in within that we're going to talk about transfers and uh, rumors forwards mids defenders goalkeepers for each of those teams and a draft strategy what we're liking yeah of course well I mean we're it's hard to we're like a tap that's just got a broken faucet like Open it just it keeps up. coming out yeah and that's our draft knowledge <laughs> just dripping all <laughs> over the shower floor you, you know? know it's 11 years boys this year 11 years we've been drafting, drafting. yeah wow. so we were back on the spreadsheets as you know the old wow. school listeners know yeah lots of arguments but you know we're on the platform now that yeah uses yeah no it's good the platform's great i mean look Actually, you've really just triggered me. Then I was ranting about something before the podcast. Mm. Talk to me. And I decided, I said, wait, I'm not going to rant now. I'll, I'll save it for the pod. What the fuck? This should be a new segment. What the fuck? Whitey, what the fuck? Talk to me. Whitey, what the fucks? So when you go onto fantasy draft, mm. not the fantasy, yeah. you know, budget version, fantasy draft version, whenever you hit that little fucking eye on the thing, it doesn't give you the history of all the players. No. It's the most mm. it's the most fucked up part of yeah, the whole the website. So you have to go into the budget version oh. which I never like doing. Tainted. Never like doing that. And then you've got to go and hit the I and then then there's all the information. But mm. the draft guys get left out. What the fuck? I didn't notice that. Because I play a bit of budget so far in preseason I only look at budget and then Obviously. Dude, I've been in the draft one looking at that. I kind of switched between oh, both. I just clicked on it then. It's so annoying. It's fucking infuriating. It is. Wow. It is. Okay. So, um, well, let's you know, to our big boss uh, FPL people out there who listen to our podcast, obviously. I'll send a couple of emails. Don't worry. I think we'll get it sorted. They'll, they'll hear this and they'll understand that we need information yeah. just mm, as much as yeah. the budget fucks. Let's I mean, let's just click this up. We don't even need an email. We can just take this snippet of the recording. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it. Send it to them. Just send Tweet it off. that. Send you it heard off. us. Someone read it. We've been us. heard. Okay, so boys, just before we get into the thick of this, mm. how you been? What's been happening, Hito? How you been? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm married. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't even Shit. know. Do we even do this? Like, 
We I had don't a, even know. That was a fire night, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it was great yeah, it was fun. Good. Yeah, Hito did get married. Yeah. yeah, we had a great time. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was so good. drunk that night. Yeah, Miles went to prison after that, actually. Oh, that was funnily the night. Enough, yeah. That was Ruined. the night. Ruined. We can't talk about what he did. Honeymoon, because I had to do jury duty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. little called up the day of. Oh, it's a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah, no, nothing new on my front. No yeah. new babies. Just, no, uh, just, just the one at this point. Still alive. Yeah, she's still alive. That's good. One baby mama. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Nope, she's upstairs, so, you know, she's still alive. That's good. And, what? yeah, I don't know. I've been Have doing you? nothing. I've been yeah. renovating. That's oh, it. That's I'm almost so back in my... Normally you have some wacky golf sco- story, you know? Yeah, I didn't want to Usually a bit off topic. I didn't want to get too into it. Rain. I yeah. can't even golf anymore. That's don't it. even start me on the that's rain, it. man. Golf now? But I'm back on the punt, Aqua so golf. we'll see what happens, yeah. All right. Well, I've heard enough about you two, and I'm a little... I've got a hankering for some food. Oh. Oh. Is that... I think it's time for uh, I think it's time for snack chat. We want the snack chat. <laughs> yeah, Hito. Hito's our snack. Hito's our snack chatter this week. <laughs> Shout out, Ben. Uh, just a reminder because we've been away so long as to what snack chat is. Uh, snack chat. One of us brings a uh, snack in each week and a drink, and we rate and berate the other yeah. two. Rate and berate. Hito doesn't get to rate his own shit. No, I don't. I don't. So uh, what do we have today, Hito? Lift up so that you tea asked towel. me earlier, and you said, you know, is it sweet or savoury? Oh, and I, I said did sweet. Ask. But it's also a bit safe. Oh, oh we got baklava. Oh, baklava! Wow. Hectic. I love baklava. The uh, the Greek treat. The Greek isn't treat. It? But yeah. to me, yeah. it's not that savory. It's pretty much sweet. But it's like made with pastry, so I don't know. No, but it's sweet. I think pastry is sweet. sweet. Yeah, it's yeah. sweet I as. Hey, no, I think you're confused. It's sweet like you. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Great snack. Open them. Open and, them. And on the other hand, we're in preseason. Yeah. And we're preparing ourselves for the year ahead. We can't go too hard. So I thought you two needed to be just kept in line. Coach Hito's here. That can't happen. He's preparing you for the season ahead. We've got some beers. Oh, wow. What? Zero, zero Alk beers. Wow. I need to warm you into the season, boys. It's pre-season. It's pre-season. Oh, my God. Get the tequila back out. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been so upset in my life. <laughs> Wow. Yes. 0.5% yes. of even what? Does that mean it's something or nothing? I don't know. <laughs> Do I have to drink you can it? Have as many can I, I'm going to rate this very, very harshly. <laughs> you got to try it first. I've actually never had a zero free alcohol, Look, so I'm going to try it. You gotta be, you got to be eased in. I know you two. I know you two. We have one crazy night and the whole season escalates. <laughs> you know what, bro? I love you. But I kind of hate you right now. I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been so mad at you. This is so bad. But it's good that you, we're close to your alcohol cabinet. <laughs> Why would you drink beer I if it didn't have alcohol in it? That's my question. It tastes like a watered down beer. Yeah, it tastes like a super dry without any of the fun. Dude, worse than a super dry. Super dry is good. I'll drink super dry. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking? It tastes like beer. I'm think I'm thinking the rate rating is in the name zero. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna I'm go, giving it a zero. I was going to go minus. Oh no, nah, you got to give it zero. No, the, I can't. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> give it minus a hundred, so every score Hito gets for the rest of this season is scarred by this. Minus zero point five. Just oh my God. Jesus! I like it. What have you done? What have you done? <laughs> I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> so um, <laughs> he's just walked over to his. Uh, fridge and he's getting some coronas <laughs> it's the biggest insult 
that Snapchat has ever received. <laughs> I love the outrage. I love it. It's so good. Wow. What the fuck? Okay. Do you know what this is a taste for? It's me fucking with you boys all season in fantasy. You're going to do it? Yeah. You boys are getting fucked this year. Well, I think it's a good opportunity. I just need to... <laughs> on the road oh my god <laughs> I did throw it on the road do it outside <sighs> Kelly's gonna shit. come home and see that and be like oh and read it and go oh yeah <laughs> fair call yeah and she'll be like that's fair that's fair alright well that happened no idea how it happened but it did happen Baklava 8.3 ooh yeah I'll give you take that actually this is one of the better baklavas that I've had so yeah, I'll give good. you an 8.1 oh nice yeah because I'm not good. usually they a look massive backlog person. But All right. Snack chat could have been it. fun, but we got to move on. Um, it was kind of fun, though. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> I did enjoy throwing that out. Uh, okay, so let's get straight into it. Beginning of the alphabet, Arsenal. <laughs> the look on your guy's face was so priceless. <laughs> oh, <it> was <laughs> so Devo. Oh, my God. Man, it'll make for a good photo later when we do our little Insta post. Yeah. All right, beginning of beginning of the alphabet starts with A, as we all know. Yeah, and Arsenal is our uh, first first team off the rank here that we're going to chat about. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't we talk a little bit about what they've done in the transfer market? They've made a couple of moves, and I I, I have to say I kind of like them. Like it seems right for them. A couple of really big moves, I think. You know, with getting Jesus and Zinchenko from City, I think it's a little bit of a theft from them. Actually. I think they've had a really good transfer window. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I think so too. And it's like classic kind of Arsenal spending. Like, you know, you say they they haven't spent crazy money, have they? Like, mm. no, it's cool. Within the current market, I mean. No. You know, like Jesus, I think it was 45 million. Mm. Um, I don't know what the numbers were on Zinchenko. Does anyone have that? I, I think I heard 30 cheap. or something. Yeah, See, it's like, pretty cheap. I mean, that's pretty good. To, to kind of firm up some positions that weren't so good for them. And... Jesus, look, he could be anything really. I mean, what do you guys think about that, him and that team? I think that when he gets the minutes, like we've seen at City, he usually is on the score sheet more often than not. We saw it last year when he started on the right wing um, instead of in in front of Mares and Sterling. He was amazing. And, you know, I think it was just because he was on the pitch as well. Also in a team that scores goals. Yeah, but I think that's the big argument. Hey, it's like minutes versus chances mm. that he's going to have compared to what he would have had, you know, at City. Obviously, so many chances per game, but a lot less minutes. Um, <clears throat> a bit sorry for um, Nikita. Nikita? Nikedia? Nikedia? I don't know yeah. how to say his name. Yeah, right? I don't know. I just came up with yeah. that. I said it three different ways just in case. You did. Yeah, and I don't think any of them were right, but I love that. Because he's also someone with... Given the minutes, he's proven, I feel. Like he's – whenever he's been, you know, yeah. given the chance. He no, was, yeah. I, I do agree. Um, and look, he's actually had a decent start to preseason. And I've heard even some rumours that they may even play, play two up front. Maybe. With him. But that's rumours. I mean, does anyone, does anyone know exactly how they've lined up in preseason? It's been a bit flexible, as you could imagine. Yeah, the kind of feel is it's going to be quite similar, like three in the midfield. Um, and there's actually a chance that Zinchenko will f- take one of those spots. Of the midfield. Oh, of the midfield, right. Because yeah, he, he, yeah. he plays in the midfield for um, Ukraine. 
Interesting. Does he? So there's yeah. there's conversations about him if Tini's fit, him out of position, him becoming in midfield. Yeah, but he's also got that coverage. So I've just had a look here, and I've got like um, Arsenal's preseason minutes here, oh, and yeah. the player with the most minutes is Eddie and Kedia. Wow. Uh, and uh, I think I'm just looking at this now, but he might even be there. He's their top goal scorer as well. Four goals, four assists, and Jesus at four goals, one assist. Mm. So they could just play him. and So he's definitely in form in preseason. And co- healthy competition makes people play better. Uh, yeah, 100%. Mm. I mean, look, Arsenal just fucking spanked Chelsea the other night. They did, yeah. I didn't really want to talk about mm. it, but... We can mention it. We can mention yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. There, it's mentioned. There, it's mentioned. But yeah, they've also got some other new signings too. Um, midfield Fabio Vieira. Yeah. They bought from Porto. I'm pretty sure it was. Six goals last season. Yeah, 14 yeah. assists. Mm. And there's a, lot of, there's a lot of signings from the Portuguese league. It seems like there's been a tick over for oh. the scouts figuring that Portugal players seem to transition really well. To the Premier League, yeah. like the Wolves. Yeah, so you've had like, you know, Yota and a bunch of other players that coming from the Wolves. Mm. Liverpool signed from... Um, Portuguese league. There's a lot of kind of translation there. I think in the past it was like the Dutch leagues translated really well. Mm. But now um, from the, you know, difference in the Portuguese league, it seems to be converting quite well. Players being able to step up. So I think that's a definitely interesting one to watch. Like 14 assists, six goals. Like that's Mm. solid numbers there. Definitely. So I want to actually bring up now we're talking about Arsenal. um, Well, we are talking about a team. Is Saka. Just, just for you know, drafters out there, how high were you guys putting him on your draft list? Yeah, he's definitely an interesting um, player this year because 179 points last year. Yeah, that's a good haul. Very consistent, and I think he's on pens as well. Yeah, look, and I think the the kind of Arteta project seems to be kind of having momentum going the right way. And definitely. yeah, they didn't end the season that well last year, mm. but. He's definitely kind of, I think he's kind of like embedded now in the club and he's definitely been given, you know, a chance to build something. Yeah. And he's only kind of adding to that with players like Jesus that he's managed, you know, well, coached with before mm. and Zinchenko as well. You know, he's brought them across with the, the idea that they're going to work in his team. I just think he's, he's, I don't think that team could be definitely like maybe top five. They really could. And, you know, the first 10 fixtures they've got, Arsenal, are the, the most favourable of the league. They, they've got, like, basically all yellow besides United, which, you know, United's probably a yellow as well. Yeah, they really are. So to circle back and just to talk about Saka, I, I mean, mm. he's going to get probably the most minutes out of a lot of the, the players in I that team. I think he's one of the first on the team. Sheet. I think he's nailed on. Yeah. So I think he's... he's and with he's the pens... Pretty round two, round three, latest. What would you give him for, like, a score projection? Like, what? how would you project his kind of, um, you know... I think it could be, even though last year I feel like it was probably his breakout year, I think this year will probably top it. I think Arsenal are going to score a lot of goals this year. I think he might. I don't know about you. What do you think? Nine's pretty high. That is high. Two hundred. I think he might get close. He'll crack two hundred. Well, I think he'll get close. I think he'll do. He'll back that up again. Yeah. Personally, is there any chance of Jesus getting pushed out wide like he was at City? Possibly. And is that going to affect Saka then? I think if anything would affect um, Martinelli on the left. That's a really good transition. Let's talk about Martinelli, guys. I feel like Saka's more... I I feel less confident about... 
um, Martinelli, Martinelli and Smith Rowe. No, I agree with that for sure. Um, and I guess, you know, what formation are you thinking that they're going to line up in? Like, have you guys heard anything about, you know, how they're going to look? Look, I was looking at it and I'm thinking that they're going to basically be like 4-3-3. Yeah. That, that's what I think. That's what I've heard as well. Yeah. 4-3-3. Yeah, yeah. right. Like yeah. basically. And it makes sense. I mean, in that system, 4-3-3, so you probably have like, what Odegaard somewhere mm. in there in that yeah. deep deeper lying midfield and Jaka and Jaka like and what maybe Smith Rowe probably Pardev oh yeah Pardew. yeah I think yeah it could be like I feel like Jaka might lose some spots I think it would be like Odegaard Pardew and then either the new guy Vieira or mm. Sinjenko slotting in as the second mid true true so does Smith Rowe just fall out of the team like it's because he uh, to me he kind of suits playing like a deeper lying left mid or right mid. He does, but he well. just kept. He just was so off and on. Like him and Martinelli mm. were constantly flip flopping all last season on that left. Mm. So I feel like they're the most vulnerable, and the likes of Odegaard and Zinchenko coming in if they're the midfield too. That's if Zinchenko comes in. Yeah, you know, like I I do believe that Tierney should play. I I, I mm. highly rate Tierney, um, but you know, if you've got to choose, you know, Zinchenko. I just don't think Zinchenko well. would go there if he's not guaranteed minutes. No. Why would he leave to be a backup left back and then sometimes midfielder? Mm. I think there's got to be a conversation that he's going to play. That's such a good... Like, imagine it... Because like, that could be a defender that plays in the mid. Yeah. yeah. It could and be like a be Dallas. more like attacking yeah. because yeah. Partey will sit and hold a bit. What, what, were, his, what were his kind of goal scoring? What was his goal scoring and assist reputation at City? When M- more of an assister than mm. a goal scorer. I remember I picked him up a few times when, you know, I was trying to double up on like the Cancelo, Zinchenko. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it's more for clean sheets. You'd get him and he'd but, sometimes be involved. Like last year, he had seven games, one goal, two assists last year. Yeah, okay. So a not a lot of, of... Oh, no, sorry, that's <laughs> Ukraine. Sorry, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, four <laughs> assists last year. Four, yeah. Out and, of 15 games. And he didn't play that much. That's yeah. not bad. That's pretty good for a defender. It's like one in three nearly. So if he plays, say, 30 games, yeah, we could be getting a bit of a return from him. And he's got a good cross and like he's mm. obviously going to be really good. So, All right, all right. So um, besides that, yeah, you know, you've got Tommy Asu, Ben White and Gabriel in defense and Ramsell. I think, you know, to get one of them... Uh, Arsenal defender this year, yeah. I think is probably... They're not your top tier, but as like a second tier pretty defender decent. choice. I think they're going to be quite uh, decent. I, I had a good stat on their defense last year. Yeah, if um, they can I'm keep the goals out right now, actually. at the start, you know, because I think yeah. that they're a very momentum-y team. They were good until they got all those injuries. Mm. Remember when Tomiyasu dropped out, Tierney... But they had a mad run. Like they yeah, were they one had a really solid... And I think even in the end, they were still one of the best defensive teams in the league. Yeah. Um, they still had good numbers behind them. So I think over a season, you'd be happy with them. I wouldn't be going like out of the gates for them, like definitely a bit later in your draft. Mm. But they're like up there once some of the big names go to just get one of them might be solid. Yeah. See? Outside of the top, you know, two, three teams. Okay, let's move on. Uh, I think we've covered Arsenal pretty well there. Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah, let's move on. There's nothing, no one else we're really vibing there. Um, I see the next team is called Bournemouth. Um, in our spreadsheet here. Uh, Hito, uh, did you have a little bit of a stroke as you were typing that one? Maybe. You right. forgot, but you had another stroke because you forgot Villa, mate. Let's talk oh, about, I did. Let's talk about Aston Villa. Sorry. Before we speak to Bournemouth. Damn it. I was so ready to talk about Bournemouth. I really, I've been, I saw it before and I was like, I'll just slam him during the pod. So All right, good. let's talk Villa. Yeah. 
So um, they've finalised the Coutinho deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've brought in Kamara, um, Carlos and Olsen from yeah. Roma. Um, and Target's gone out. Trezeguet's left. And uh, can't say this word, but our Hinane. Um, that's how I'm saying it. <laughs> He's gone as well, God. so I never have to say his name again. Thank God. <laughs> well, you had a crack, and that's what I, I respect that. I respect that. So. I think Coutinho is the only interesting one there. I'm not excited because Kamara is a defensive mid. Diego Carlos has not got great stats from Sevilla. Mm-hmm. I think he had one goal last year or something like that. Olsen's a keeper. I think the others are youngsters. So I don't think there's not any new names that are coming into the piece here. It's some of the existing names. So it's probably going to Coutinho, your Watkins, yep. Matty Cash in defense. And um, Diggers. And Diggers on lefting. Yeah. I don't know. I think what we need to talk about when we're talking about Villa right now is how do we think they're going to go? Because I think that's what people can determine where they draft these people. Where did they finish last season? Do you know what position they finished in? Anyone? I think they finish about middle of the pack. I think they're a top 10 team. I think they're close to it for sure. But for fantasy purposes, what are we talking about here? Not great. In you, terms of I'd fantasy there's assets? there's three of them that would be you'd yeah. want. So Watkins, Watkins, Coutinho and Cash probably. Maybe Digne. Yeah. And yeah. then obviously the keeper's just like a... a Maybe keeper. a second keeper. Or Ma- like, I well, think Martinez. A, yeah. Like, well, they run out pretty quickly. He's going to be someone's keeper, but he's not up there. Yeah. I, they just didn't have a great defence. It's going to be hard for them to year. back up what he yeah. did two years ago. They have signed a few players in defence, though. Like, as you were saying, um, what were the players' names? Um, like the defensive players. Like, they got... Um, Carlos? Kamara's a midfielder. Yeah. Kam- Olsen's a keeper. But Carlos, they brought him in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. He, I think he plays. Yeah, he with, does. With he's a defender. Means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a defender. So yeah. if they figured out that one of the centre backs there, they've obviously, they've got two, I mean, they've got one decent left back. I don't know. I Maybe their defence could be okay. It could be with against certain teams. It's just hard because they were just like not great last year. Mm. Look, I think it's uh, wait and see. I wouldn't go too hard on any other than what we mentioned. Like yeah, Luca no. Dean, Matty Cash are definitely, you know, interesting yeah. outlets there. And yeah. I just think, I think it's like, it's the classic when you approach this. It's so hard to predict what they're going to do for the season. You get obviously all the big guns go, mm. the obvious names and teams that just wrap up. Yeah. And then just wanting the wing backs initially. Well, that's what like, I mentioned actually to Hato just before we started potting was I believe that this year is possibly the hardest drafting year that we'll actually experience or that we have experienced. Why is that? I just think that there's so many potential options that it's hard to, to narrow it down. So say if we look at first round, so I, sorry guys, we're going to a bit of strategy, but this is what this pod's about. Yeah. Yeah. So we look at the first <clears> round. <throat> I think once you get to about basically the fifth pick, it's easy. But then from five through to, you know, maybe eighth, eight picks, those picks are impossible. Because who do you pick? Yeah, I know. I agree. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had enough look at the draft yet to look where we'll be in about the fifth pick. But there does seem, <coughs> excuse me, there does seem to be a bit of depth mm. in that kind of range where it's quite, it gets difficult, hey. Because you've got questions, you know, you've got questions on Ronaldo. Is Sterling going to perform? How's Fernandez going to go? Is Vardy going to play a whole season? Can Bowen do it again? Can Bowen do it again? 
Darwin, how's he going to go? So, like, I feel like all of those people are in a similar category. Maybe I'd put Sterling a little bit above because I think that he's going to get the minutes that he deserves. Yeah. But all of those kind of players is like, what do you do? But then after that, it kind of evens out a bit. Mm. And then the next two rounds, I think, are going to be really hard. And then from round five, it kind of evens out. And then you just basically feel your team. Yeah, look... I mean, I think it's always the hardest time. But it's <laughs> like it's always like I don't know. I don't know if it's any harder this year than it normally is. Mm. I, I think it is because I, you know the, I feel like round two is basically round two and three make your season. I think it's because it feels like there's wow. no choice. Quote of the day in those in those positions now. Yeah, we can now go three rounds of really solid picks. Yeah. But and it's like, you know, just getting Madison in the second end up being better than, you know, you can get him later and doesn't have a great... Because he had a great season last year, for, as an example. Yeah, he, did. No, he definitely did. And then a pick like, yeah, like, do you pick Darwin Nunez, Liverpool? No idea where he's going to... He's not going to go first round probably, but... Yeah, Saka, Mount, yeah. Mares, Jesus, Havertz, you know, is he going to get some time? So I think that there's... What I'm trying to say is there's so many... There's a lot of question marks. And it's like... what. It's going to be luck. Yeah. I, I, and yeah, definitely. I mean, but I feel like that's every year, dude. Well, I don't know because I feel like I've won two years in a oh, row God, and it's obviously this. skill-based, but now it's going to get down to luck this season, I think. If I don't win, it's because I got unlucky. Okay. All right. I love it. He's covering his ass there. All right. I think we've really said all we need to say about Aston Villa, though. Yeah, let's do it. I think let's talk about Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Okay. Um, so Bournemouth. What part of England are they in, Hito? They're the South. That's right. Oh. South. Bournemouth? Yeah. There's, it's a small little island. Oh, okay. Like north, <laughs> northeast coast. <laughs> Known for making really ornaments. Small. Hey, it's a beautiful It's only about place. 200 people. It's lovely down there. And I'm please forgive my potential friends sitting next to me. <laughs> okay, let's talk potential about Bournemouth. Friend. Look, boys, do you have much on them? The main thing I want to call out is Dom Solanke. Solanke, yeah. Yeah. 29 goals, 7 assists in the championship last That's crazy, year. Crazy, yeah. Say again. 29 goals, 7 assists. Say again. 29 goals. Almost as many as Mitrovic. Jeez. I think he got 40. 43. <laughs> Don't get... Did he actually? Yeah. That doesn't make fucking sense to me. They play a lot of games, by the way. They I play know. more games. His, um, I know, but like still. His, his goal currency exchange is real bad to Premier League. From Championship yeah. to Premier League. Oh, yeah. Mitrovic. Yeah. So look, 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 it's like 40 goals. Then he's... Then yeah, yeah, he's you're right. Two yeah. or like three. Two, I know. Bournemouth are back. And look, we've got Solanke as an option. Do you guys remember Brooks? Brooks yep. is back in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, we've got Lowe. He was not too bad. Uh, but <laughs> besides from that... You're really selling him. Like, that's... I don't I don't think that they're pickups besides from Solanke and Brooks. Is Solanke on pens? I believe he is, yeah. Yeah, look, I, I mean, I definitely like Solanke out of all of them. And he's been in the Prem before, even if it was not that many minutes. But... Mm. Um, you know, with that kind of goal scoring pedigree, he's going to be an interest to everyone. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Well, I mean, that was good chat about Bournemouth. Let's talk about Brentford. Brentford. They're back. Well, they're well, still. Well, in. they're still here. They yeah. never left. And what about their biggest signing in the summer? Yeah. Ben. Fuck. Oh. Ben. Doesn't that put a smile on your dial? I was a little sad when I saw Ben Mee was, you know. Leaving relegation. Well, the, the team's been broken up. Tarkowski's gone to. Everton. I know they are. Oh. But Bourne, the Burnley drop's are not going to be nice on them. <laughs> they are fucked. 
Well, they've lost their whole defense. We'll never see him again. They Pope's Pope's at Newcastle too, yeah. and Cornet I think is mm-hmm. on the move. Mm-hmm. I've, that's a bit of a rumor. I heard it here first. They're getting <laughs> ravaged. Yeah, and um, they've lost Vickhorst already. Oh, Vixie! He's gone to some Turkish yeah. team. Yeah. Oh I think. wow. Well, yeah, yeah. They're getting ripped, but I think Brentford are looking interesting. Yeah. Um, I think Ben may definitely help shore up the defense a bit. Yeah. Well, that's a yeah. lot of Premier League experience. He had a carbon neutral transfer. Did you hear that? What no. does that mean? Carpen offset his own transfer. He reckons transfers now take up too much, you know, emissions. Emissions. Wow. Well, the flights and cars and all this stuff. Here we go. Know, he personally offset his own trip. Oh, wow. <laughs> Good on him. <laughs> what more reason to love? Oh, no. I love him. He's a great guy. In his Tesla, you know, just yeah. cruising up the Well, apparently M1. he couldn't drive his Tesla because he didn't know where the charging stations were <laughs> near Brentford, <laughs> so he drove his petrol car. Oh, wow. And then he carbon offset it because he didn't know he wouldn't take his Tesla. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> where are we going? Well, so lucky he's funny. a footballer. Um, okay, all right. Who's interesting for Brentford then? Okay. What, and uh, transfers in. Let's talk about that to begin with. Yeah. Uh, transfers in Lewis yeah. Lewis Potter come from Hull 12 goals 3 assists last season okay yep. obviously a bit of a step up coming to Prem because I think Hull and Championship or yeah Championship oh, um, so not like a, not a huge amount of numbers but you know that's not too bad um, interesting one for me is they brought in a left back Aaron Hickey he got 5 goals and 1 assist last year that's decent that's yeah not good. bad at all um, it was yeah. a Comes Bologna. from Bologna. Yeah. So from the Italian league, Serie A. Mm. Um, that's not too bad. Interesting. And that actually would go well in Brentford's system. Yeah. Because they really like to uh, to attack from all places. So we've got Tony. He's back. Yeah, and Mbwemo mm. with a position change as well. Mbwemo. Um, yeah, he's a forward now, which I don't know. Look, if he, if he manages not to hit the fucking woodwork. I know, man. He would have been like top goal scorer. <laughs> it would have been crazy. You know who I'm calling out this year is um, Hito's old boy, Visa. Visa? Oh, yeah. I think Visa is going to have a big year. Remind me about Visa. A little bit of a differential. Um, he's a gangster. He just <laughs> like he's straight up Compton. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's so good. What does that mean in terms of fantasy? It means that he was one of the most consistent midfielders of the end of last season. Yeah, I think right. in the last 10 game weeks, he scored five of them? He ended six? up with seven goals. Yeah. And he scored a couple of them in the back and like the last five, ten mm. games. So... He had some really good form into last season. Um, he killed it. He still played 30 games, so he took a while. But yeah, I think Brentford are a team that could potentially like have a good second. You know you know how we got excited about Leeds last year, then they dropped off this year. Like Brentford just kind of scrapped through a little bit, got yeah. their feet, just stayed alive, and now they can potentially build on it. Yeah, look, definitely. And, and that's, you know, you're obviously going to be looking at those players at the bottom of your draft. Um, so yeah. you're not going to be taking massive risks on them, but mm. it doesn't help. It doesn't hurt to be informed about like those positions, if you know what I mean. Because as Miles was saying, after a certain time, it does actually get quite difficult to draft and to actually get an edge over your competition. It's all about knowing those players right down to the depths. Yeah, that are going to fill out your team. Yeah, especially when you've got players like you know Tony and Buemo are definitely mm. going to fill striker positions, whether it's second or third choice. Yeah. Well, they're, they're going to get minutes. They're, they're nailed on, now. basically. So it's just about judging them against... Oh, and Buembo's uh, forward this year? Yeah. Okay, I didn't can, see that. Can we talk about how there's... I feel like, to me, there's more forwards this year. Like, yeah. you know, like in recent years, like, we probably make it through our first kind of like... Uh, first run through the draft and by, you know, 
the second round, every forward worth talking about is gone. Yeah. Mm. And a lot of the time, it, the you know, we all go after the forwards because there's so few actually quality ones um, to go. So everyone wants one good one in their team kind of thing. Yeah. Just to fill the spot, yeah. Exactly. But, like, there's just a few. It just seems to me that it just seems like teams that don't always have a good striker have them and they're going to play minutes. And then even, like, positions like Mbwemo, he's a forward. Brent, uh, Tony's a forward as well. Like, mm. I don't well, know. I just feel like there's more depth yeah. in forwards well, this year. City didn't really have a forward last. Oh, Jesus. Exactly. But obviously now Haaland's, there's another forward from that team. Mm. Liverpool have a couple because Jota's a forward now. Mm-hmm. After mm. being a midfielder, so you've got Jota, Darwin and Firmino to choose from. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think there's definitely some options there. I, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. The one thing, sorry, before we finish on Brentford is I do agree that they probably could back it up quite well again fantasy wise but Ericsson's left mm. and I think that he did get them going creatively did, yeah. so that was I think that loss. will be something to keep an eye on because if yeah. they're not actually getting that final ball you know to that penetrating yeah. but one, where does yeah. the creativity come from now that's what I'm a bit worried about I'm I, I think you know Norgard can sometimes have it in him and mm. maybe Jensen I think it's like normally it's Mbomo and Tony forming a bit of partnership. But the past before, you know, the past yeah. to get them going is was usually Ericsson and that's why I'm a little bit concerned about them. Yeah, because Tony went, he just went crazy at the end of last year and that was because the link up between him and Ericsson yeah, just went Aero, yeah. Well, even just wasn't necessarily linking up between him, but it's just that transition from defense to attack yeah. and having that player that can play the ball. Yeah. Mm. So it's got, yeah, I do agree. That was a good point, Miles. I, I'd, something I'd wanted to bring up myself because it is going to have a, Big effect mm. on um, on that team. Yeah, it's interesting to watch, but I think they've brought in a couple of names which are nice. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Brighton. Uh, not much to say for me about them. You know, they spent some money on uh, this guy Julio Enciso. Yeah. Um, that was my best shot at that one. That sounds pretty good. Uh, interesting he's, stats. He's a Ford. Um, 11 goals, three assists, but in 14 games, Hito. Yeah. With an exclamation. Yeah. You seem a little excited That's about that. That's pretty good. That's insane, actually. He has come from, like, you know, Paraguay. Paraguay League. Okay. But, you know, fuck. He's scoring goals. Yeah. I, I, yeah. But does he, walk, does he walk straight in? Because, like, Brighton have typically had a fair bit of rotation. Well, they've the gotten rid of um, Connolly, our boy, the Bulldog Connolly, um, on loan. So it's just more pay. They still have Welbeck. Okay. But, you know, we know there's a lot of, you know, Potter doesn't love Morpay from his attitude and Welbs does like an injury. Mm. I think he's a one to watch. He's not one that we're getting super excited about. But it could be someone to jump on during the season, if you know what I mean. Like, you know, you're just sitting there going, okay, oh, he's hot right now. Jump on him. Yeah. Didn't Brighton sign a new forward? I heard. Yeah, this is who we got talking about. Oh, sorry. I was just getting beers from the first Oh, my God, Miles. Yeah. Is that Undo? Uh, Julio. Oh, Julio. Yeah. Yeah, Julio. Um, but they've also, uh, they've signed, actually, I don't know. I don't really know these people. There's a couple of other names there. There's not made any big, big moves. And mainly the talk is about players that are leaving. Yeah. No one's really coming with like many good stats behind them. Like I've looked up some of their boys and there's no crazy. So Welbeck? Well, he's look. still there. <laughs> and you sound stoked. Um, but if if potentially what he wants to do is play with two up the front or anything like that, like Trossard might drop deep and 
Yeah, dropped Drossard a bit deeper. Was playing out of position up front. Yeah, exactly. So he might year. go back a bit, and then maybe, maybe he'll play Welbeck and Morpe yeah. in a rotation of uh, Inciso, or I hope that's how you say his name. But anyway, uh, look, I'm not excited about Brighton. I think that uh, Potter's a good manager, and you know maybe he'll make a few more good signings. But like Cucurella sounds like he's basically walking out the door. Although I did hear a quote the other day. I think it was Brian about Cucurella. Anyway, I think United bid like 30 million and then they just like laughed at, laughed at it. It's like, oh. yeah, that's never happening. Yeah. It's City, like, City will give him 60. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, City going for them. Sorry, I fucked that up. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. City bid 30. Maybe yeah. it's City bid 30. Yeah. Oh, maybe I've got this. Man, you have spent all summer just copying other people's bids. So yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised. Like, what's Pep doing? Yeah. What's Pep doing? I'm not too excited about, about Brighton. They're just kind of like Trossard's basically your only maybe drafter. It's, yeah. If and I just get squad it, fillers like yeah. later in the draft as a hit and hope, and then you might pick them up as a free agent. Later. They're so rarely a points rich team. Like, yeah. you know, they're just. You, there's sometimes some of their players go hot, like every now and then yeah. more pay will go, you know, hot or Welbeck or whatever. And you just have to be prepared to make the move during the season. But yeah. like in terms of actually drafting their players, I'm not very excited by any of them. Yeah. yeah. It'd only be Trossard for me. And that's maybe Welbs. Like he had a good run end of the season, but he's still he's, not going to make my but he's team. Not, no, he's not your early. Yeah. He might be your third striker or if you've Possibly. gone heavy other positions and you just need. Yeah. A striker, you might pick him up just later as a second. You might, or you might not. <laughs> or you might not. <laughs> All right, I think we, I think we can move on to uh, yeah. Chelsea. Uh, they're going to have a few. Uh, I reckon a few players that might might have a bit more points potential Definitely. than uh, Brighton. Definitely. Let's get into them, Miles. We've had a fair bit of a chat about Sterling. Yeah, I mainly I don't like him, yeah. but probably because he's played at two massive rival clubs and. I just hate people that play at those clubs. Yeah. Look, one I, of three players that has played for City, Chelsea and Liverpool. One of Can you name it? Oh, that's for us to do? Oof. Lampard? No. Didn't play at Wait, Liverpool. can you say it again? Liverpool, Chelsea, Man City. Oh, my Liverpool, God. Chelsea's so hard, Oh, because the City one. Yeah, the City that, one's yeah. killing me. Dude, I don't think that we're old enough. No, yes, this. you know them. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah. Milner. No, no, no. damn it. Oh my Milner's God. never played for Chelsea. What am I on? It's not Torres. Who was a striker when Drogba was around? Same kind of era. Oh. Oh. Um, Anelka. With Anelka. Yeah, Anelka. I knew Anelka, Anelka was a mad yeah. team slot. Yeah. He was everywhere. He was at yeah. Arsenal. He was at well, Arsenal too. He? Yeah. Oh, my God. He played at Liverpool? Yeah. Who else? What about Crouchy? Had him on loan. Who's the third person? No, Just not Crouchy. Uh, so the third person is a bit of a one-season wonder. Mm. Oh, I'm never going to get it. Oh, Alex. Is that short guy? <laughs> like he's got no neck? Likes, What's his name? Likes Perth. Daniel Sturridge. Yeah. Golden oh, boy. The original Daniel. golden boy. Yeah. And that's funny because I find that Sturridge and Sterling are like golden boys, you know, England yeah. golden boys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, I think Sterling's going to be massive for Chelsea. It could be that I'm a little bit one-sided, but I think that with the minutes that he got um, under Pep, he is... Uh, potent goal scorer especially in FPL Um, and even you look at the last game of the season like he didn't start and he brings him on and he changes the game yeah you know he was that pass to um, and he's gonna he's he's, the good thing about him coming in he's not competing with someone who's better than him he's gonna own he's better than Pulisic Ziyech Werner 
Like he's better than all your other wingers. He's yeah. getting minutes, no doubt. Um, he can play up front as yeah. well if we want to play a false yeah. nine. And yeah, I think that he's going to be really, really good. Um, he's going to get the minutes. I think Mount Havertz, um, and then you know, obviously, we're going to get straight into the wing backs for me with Chelsea and and, and Mendy. That's so you reckon Mount Havertz Sterling will be the top little trio? I believe so at the moment. It's difficult to figure out what formation it's going to be because and there's been a fair bit of chat about this and Miles and I talked about it obviously when we first signed Sterling we're like okay so where do the other players fit? Like obviously mm. Mount you know is a concern. Yeah. And you know who, why aren't we signing a striker kind of thing? But we'd also had no defenders at that time. Now we've signed Koulibaly. Mm-hmm. Um, lot of chat about uh, Jules Kunde, Kunde, but Kunde, I don't know. It doesn't. Uh, they're still second, figuring it out. Second window. Who are they yeah. selling? Who are they selling to? Fu- like Barcelona seems like they're really keen to fuck with it. Mm. Um, but look, if if the question I guess lies with, are we going to play four at the back or are we going to play the same system we have been playing with the ultra attacking kind of wing backs? Um, if we sign another defender, which it seems like we're trying to do, it does seem like Tuchel wants to play, play that strategy again. But what happens to Reese James and Chilwell if we don't, uh, if we play as a back four, if we can't get the players? If they're need? like not as um, desirable for fantasy, you're saying? Yeah, because they're not yeah. they're not going to get as you know they're basically attackers. Like yeah. you know, it definitely reduces. Role. I don't think. It puts me off too much, to be honest, because I think it's not going to p- completely go to a back four that plays like you know ten years ago. Yeah, and even yeah, even if they are a back four, they're still going to get up there. It just might be one of them. They'll shift it. Play it. He'll have an extra midfielder. They can cover. It'd be like what Liverpool does. Yeah, with, with uh, Trent and Robbo. Yeah, you know, like when one of them is pushing forward, the other, the, the the central yeah. midfielder comes back and takes that spot. Yeah, I feel like it's not it's not as good, but it's. For me as an outsider, it doesn't scare me as much because I feel like that would still be an asset. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, now, okay. So in terms of the assets, let's just list them off. Obviously, Chile and Reese James, mm. big ones. Uh, Chile, maybe some question marks in terms of how he'll bounce back from injury. Yeah. Are you guys willing to take the risk for the reward with him in terms of drafting him probably, I, I mean based on how he was playing or are you wary of that? If you want me to answer it, I've already got an answer. Yeah. So I was thinking if I am lucky enough to draft Chile, because I think that he is a pick and I would want him in my team, probably I'd edge Reese James slightly ahead of him because of minutes. Mm -hmm. But if I get Chile, my fifth defender will always be Alonso. Because I want to cover that position for those minutes that you're talking about. And you brought this up last season, this yeah. kind of covering um, position thing. And and this, let's just say that there's no rumours that Alonso's going to Barcelona. Yeah. Let's just say he's going to be there. Yeah. So just explain the strategy of the kind of the double up of the position, especially in defenders. So you can't do it <clears> in budget because you just can't afford to do a spot with them. But we play draft. So if you have someone like Chilwell and Alonso's the alternative i believe that you got to get both of those people those those players because you just play them both and then whoever doesn't play just comes on for your first sub yeah and i mean it's it's unique as well because it only works in certain situations like i mean chelsea's wing backs are a perfect one because like chile is a goal scorer though 
So we've spoken about it and I think it's the Zinchenko Tierney. Yeah. I think that's another one this year. That's not bad. I, I do like that a lot. And I think also the Cancelo Cucurella, if he goes, I think that you could probably get them both. Really? I Cancelo like, Cucurella? I wonder if you could do Cancelo, no, sorry, not Cancelo, Cucurella and Walker. Mm. In case, because if that's Cancelo will play left back, cancelling out Cucurella, but that means then Walker would come on at right back. Yeah. I just think... I don't think Walker's going to play much this year. But they're not as strong. I think he might. He was like... uh, I'll get up his minutes, but I don't think he played much last year. It just depends where they're playing Cancelo. Yeah. I think that he'll play on the left. Well, Cancelo's the favourite, right? right. Yeah. Isn't Cancelo the favourite? And then he'll bleed Cucurella into the team this year. I don't. He'll bleed him all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like Ake, you know? Yeah. Like, he doesn't get... That's fair. It doesn't happen. There's not too many positions. Like, you can't do it with Liverpool... Simicast well, doesn't get enough yeah, minutes. Okay, so let's okay, but obviously, like defenders is one position where that can be good. But we had um, Bobby last year in our league trying to trial it out with the Liverpool wingers. Yeah. Mm. So Liverpool wingers still kind of have that kind of. Um, That's an interesting one as well. It, yeah, it, they are enticing, and I mean he. So he did. We're going to talk about Liverpool later, but I mean, I'd love to kind of get into this uh, tactic, this draft tactic, a little bit now while we're talking about it. Like yeah, it was Mane and um, Diaz. Diaz, but yeah. Could you apply that to the current wing? You could definitely do system? that. You wouldn't be doing it necessarily with Diaz. I think he's nailed on as the left. Maybe you'd Jota. be doing it between Jota, Darwin, and Firmino. Yeah, fuck Firmino. Let's just not Potential, even. Like that's just he's not getting. But the minutes. playoff is potentially Jota's injured at the moment. Hamstring and, really? and Darwin. also Darwin is brand new, but he's but yeah, true. He he scored so a couple of goals the other day. He Jota's did, yeah. injured. Yeah, wow, badly. But not like not badly, but he might miss the first like few yeah, games. few first few games. But mm. that could be an interesting early one, doubling up on Firmino because Darwin's new. It's a lot of pressure on his shoulders to play in that deliver. system. He might come. You know, Firmino might start the season. Wow, in centre. So you could go the Darwin, Darwin Firmino. No yeah. one's fucking drafting Firmino. He's well, never been good. No, for but fans. he might be maybe like, for the first couple of games. I get but you, you never I get know. You, I get like you. you wouldn't be, you know, you definitely would be going the other one first because you're playing the long game. He scored a Hattie last but year. But Firmino would be your backup later one later mm. if there's no one else to pick. And you might go. Oh, I might oh, yeah, get him just, just as in, just in case. Couple of games, yeah. Just in case. But yeah, he's never a crazy point scorer. Will Will Jota ever be pushed wide? Or will he always play but, centrally? Uh, mostly centrally, but he does have the ability to cover wide. Because that's why I like the Jota he's, thing. He's like, more likely to cover wide than Nunez, I think. Than Nune- yeah, exactly. I think Nunez is more. So you know. what if you were like going, um, oh my God, I just forgot the name of the other winger that joined last Diaz. year. Diaz. What if you go Diaz-Jota? That's great. Because you could potentially end up with the two starters. Yeah, true. Potentially. But, yeah. But Darwin is the one... Um, I think they're they're all good because there's going to be enough rotation. Like you know when Jota came off the bench last year, he still scored goals. I I, I still think it's Darwin Jota, not Diaz. I think Diaz owns that spot. And I and I agree. Like for me, um, I think in saying that, like offering up those two players, like Jota and Diaz, like they're going to get drafted super early anyway. And a lot of the benefit to that strategy, the double up strategy, is like up. for example, Alonso. Like everyone's going, oh well, he's second fiddle. So you can, and he's going, or he might, or go. he might yeah. go, or whatever. But even if yeah. he's not going, you know, people aren't going. Oh, Alonso's got that spot nailed, so they're not gonna. Yeah, there's not yeah. gonna be enough competition for it. So, 
you know, the double up only works if, you know, the other player is valued less because that's where you get the value mm. by drafting them later. Anyway, it's a really interesting strategy and I think, you know, you can do it once in your team. I wouldn't do it twice. You can only... I. I I can tell you from experience, you can only do it once. <laughs> it doesn't work. Otherwise, you're too short at the back. And I you believe have to, it. And then you have to trade, which, right. you know, sometimes screws you, sometimes you're the winner. So anything else? We're just still talking about Chelsea here. Let's quickly cut back to it. So Sterling, Havertz, Mount. Yep. Decent outlets there. Um, Havertz. Koulibaly. Now a Ford. Um what do you think about I think that's, how that might affect his points? I think it's well. I think he'll get less points because obviously with clean sheet and one point less for mm. goals. I think, but I think that if you can get Havertz as one of your striker positions, uh, I think it's really good because you've only got three of them and they're quite hard to fill with someone that you can trust in there for the season. And, and with at this point, that will play. well, there's no competition really other than potentially Sterling or Werner. Yeah. And Werner's looking to leave. I don't know if we're going to sign anyone that's going to be better than Havertz. So I think Havertz is going to... Con- the real continue. question for Havertz will be if a signing, if we do make a signing up front. We're not going to do that. After selling Lukaku and that whole debacle, Chelsea won't do that. But They're where's the support? The back. But where's the support? Like we don't even have a backup striker. We don't even have our striker. Well, I think Raheem can fill that position. And I think we've got Werner that we, if we do hold on to him. I don't like that as a strategy. Pulisic has played as a false nine. I guess. Can, can I ask you a question? Yeah. No. What's happening with Gallagher? <laughs> Then there's a lot of question marks over players like Gallagher, Zier. Apparently takes a nice pin. <laughs> oh. oh, you had to you had to do that you to bastard. us. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, All right, so I think good. that was just a bit of a. Would you say he's made zero pens? Yeah, yeah, nearly as good as Reese James back passes. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> wow! Wow! Okay, wow, let's not get wow, into Chelsea's wow. preseason. Actually, we, that's <laughs> part of what we should talk about is the preseason. <laughs> Chelsea's preseason hasn't been great. It has not been going well. Tommy's been throwing the boys under the bus. Yeah, he's been th- in the media. Oh, he's been yeah. not happy. Well, I think he's just trying to put a bit of fire under him. Because yeah. they... Uh, look, honestly, you look at them. They're so fucking relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. They're um, chilling in America. They're having like, the fucking feel, best time. Honestly, I don't feel good about you boys this year. Dude, preseason, preseason. Preseason's preseason. I think you'll be, be fighting for fourth. Fuck off, Hater. I think four. we will be fourth. I think... I don't think you nailed on for third. No, I don't think so. Either. I think you guys selling Mane is going to catch up with you. Like, for sure. I don't think so. Well, pin drop. I don't think so, man. <laughs> okay, hang on. We're getting off track here. Let's, yeah, yeah. we got to keep this going. <laughs> I started insulting. <laughs> yeah, coming to blows. Um, look, I think that's all we got on Chelsea for now. It hasn't been a good preseason and we'll see. Okay. okay. All right. Let's talk about Palace. Um, look, I can only see... Have, you, have they made any other signings other than uh, Sheik Ducouré? Uh, look, just just some like they got Johnson came in as on a free and Ebby Sam Johnson's Owey a keeper from Derby. Okay, so I not mean, look, names. they've they've not really made big changes and they've not lost anyone either. They look a lot other than really Connor Gallagher. Yeah, do you think they're going to suffer from the, with I think that? So there? big time. Yeah, I think they're going to struggle a little bit this season. Unfortunately. They back were to, missing back out. Back to Fantasy oh. Palace, where just pick Zaha. Just Zaha. Only option. Yeah, yeah but... <laughs> okay, so, look, I know it's not um, Conor Gallagher, but 
remember Izzy was out for the beginning of last season. SA is back. So I was about to just say that as well. So look, he could make up a little bit of that gap left by Gallagher if he can kind of get back into form there because he is quite a uh, electric player. Mm. Um, and the other one that I was always hovering over for that last season and just like never quite pulled the trigger because he never quite got there was Elise. Elise, yeah. But I mean, I'd love to just, um, again, I'm just going to be watching him closely because he's a pretty young prospect. He but, could have a breakout season. But he could, yeah, exactly. If he gets the minutes, maybe, maybe an option. Yeah. And just a quick shout out before we move on from Palace, um, our, our, uh, our boy, Bobby Bands. Oh, Bobs. He was in Italy and he ran into the owner, Steve Parrish. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's and awesome. He, he had like at a cocktail bar and really like, literally had drinks with him, talked about, you know, transfers and palace, historical and, you know, the, the buying and selling of the club, all that. And like, wow. And, you know, Bobby is a massive palace fan. Yeah, yeah. He was on cloud nine. Dream. Like imagine us Dream come true. meeting Roman. Because that's what it is. I'd be so intimidated by meeting Roman. I'm like, I'm going to be killed any moment here. (laughs) Where's the sniper? Yeah. Paris, you'd be like, awesome. Roman, you'd be like, (laughs) is he about to be assassinated? (laughs) Oh, my God. Don't spill your drink on him. Don't know what's going to happen. All right. Let's talk about Everton, guys. All right. Well, okay. Are they going to do any better? I think they're going down. You love saying that about Everton. It's that fucking Liverpool derby thing. (laughs) Um, Mate, look at them. They're not they're making big Rich- moves, lost, are they? They've, sold, they've signed Tokowski. Yeah. Which they've sold good. I mean, Tokowski's a good player. I mean, yeah, should, yeah. And they've not signed anyone else. Yeah, look, on paper, their team doesn't look fantastic. You know, you've got Pickford in goals and then Patterson, Tarkowski, Mina, Mylalenko, um, my, 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 my <laughs> probably. Yeah. Mylalenko? Michaelenko, yeah. And then in the what? middle... Not got... Mile. It's not Mile. You're reading your own name and his name. It's Mikalenko. Yeah, that's what I was meaning. Yeah. You were saying Mylalenko. <laughs> Sorry, it's just my, uh, my brain's a bit fried. Yeah, okay, all right. So, and then in the mid, you got Alan, Awobi and Decore, I guess. and the, Or maybe Gordon. I mean, we do like Decore. Oh, Decore's, you know, he's goat. But And then up front, what we got Calum, Calvin Lewin and Gray. Yeah, and this and the Gordon Gordon was playing okay football towards the end of last season. Yeah, but I don't think it's like they're not an exciting team in any way. I honestly now, don't even think that any of them are picks. What about the okay? So obviously Richarlison's gone. That leaves obviously a gaping hole. Someone's going to be filling minutes. Mm. I mean, Gordon is who we're kind of talking about now. If he's given the minutes, is he going to be you know someone getting? Getting a few he, goals, he or is he got a couple of goals last year? What What did um, he get? What was the? Oh, I have to bring up his numbers. Bring up his um, numbers. Fucking bring him up. We're, just, we're just, a fantasy football podcast. Massive question marks on Calvert Lewin. Like uh, he couldn't even like kick it in the net. He got four goals last year. year. Four he goals. Got four goals in, in how many minutes? In thirty-five games. Th- in thirty-five, Gordon. Yeah, he played yeah. thirty-five games. He played a lot last year. Yeah, he did. And he scored like two in a double game week or something. So And Gray went cold. He had a hot run to begin with and then yeah. he went cold. Boys are going down. And Frankie, I don't know, man. Why did he jump on that sinking ship? It's Shit. blue. He is you the know? sinking ship. Okay. Oh, on, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Have some respect for our great. That's so bad. Okay. Player, not manager. Oh, God. Okay. All right, look, I think that, don't you know, I can pick up Damari Gray don't and pick up. Calvert, <laughs> maybe, but I, I'm just... I'm DCL was like 
a top pick beginning of last draft. Yeah. He's not this time. If you're in yeah. a 10-man league, cut two people so you just don't have to pick an Everton player <laughs> in your draft. Relegate them. <laughs> Whoever Gosh. came like last, last and second last, make them play their, them like, make them play their own league. Can <laughs> I just quickly say something? I've just I've just caught something on the edge of Miles's um, zero alcohol beer. The slogan on it is morning for it. <laughs> morning for it. What the fuck? I would not want that in the morning. <laughs> is that their selling point? It's like, well, you can have a couple of these in the morning if you're just feeling like a bit. I lying. literally downed a Corona at 11 a.m. this morning <laughs> on the golf course. That's legal. Do you know what? That's close it's enough to 12 It's from the boys 12. from Inspired Unemployed. What is? Better beer. They make this. Yeah, that's why it's called morning for it because they do day for it. Oh, I don't get it. It's all, you know, tip of the cap. Oh, okay. I don't really know who that is, but... Good on him. If you're on the socials, you know him. Good on him. Um, Okay, let's talk. Let's talk Fulham. Let's talk Fulham. They're back, baby. They're so back. I mean, (laughs) we were talking about Mitrovic before. Mm. Does the same thing happen again? I feel like everyone is going to be bloody gun shy with him. But he's on pens. Yeah. I, I think definitely as like a second or third striker, he's an option. Definitely third. Um, But possibly... I think he's a second striker. When you, some, when you cut out like for some draft teams, it would depend on what you're building. Yeah, you know, if you go with two strikers early or yeah, you know, I think there's he will easily go as second striker round. Yeah, round. I don't think he's waiting till someone's third. No, I think so. Just because he plays every game and he might get five to ten goals. Is he on pens as well? Yeah, he got six last year. Yeah, okay. Can I ask a question? Just a little bit. We're kind of talking about formation or like when, you know, playing a two-striker system or whatever. Mm. I've been wondering this because in the budget version, uh, they talk a lot about formation. Mm. They're like, what formation you're going with this year? You're going to go like 4-4-2, whatever. Um, it's obviously, you know, lately been a lot more popular to be more defense and mid-heavy than forwards. Mm. Um, have you guys ever looked at draft and the positions or the way you draft as I'm drafting for this formation or you know have you ever taken that into account and does that have any actual benefit in the draft version I think sorry I don't want to take it away if you no, go I I don't think in draft that's a strategy I think that's a budget strategy that you should be building because you got to do formation. burner yeah you do burner positions I think draft when you're drafting it's about picking the best player that's still available in the draft at that time. Yeah. And then you build your formation after the, after the draft. I'd agree. I, 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 I agree for sure. Mm. I kind of I wanted to ask that question it's from the lens of like people who may have just crossed over from budget mm. because it's one of those things that like I didn't know that much about it because I don't play budget. But obviously, mm. you know, with the resources that we're listening to and to help us make this they're podcast. budget oriented focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all very budget focused. So you end up having to kind of like assimilate some of the information mm. into draft. And that was one of the things that I heard a lot and I was like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that they actually played to like a formation in that one. So, yeah, anyway. I think quite often you end up playing two strikers, Max. It's very rare that you'll have three playable strikers, but it it all depends on the fixtures. There's more players available. You're likely Mm. to have maybe someone who does start. Yeah. So you have some one game week because of form, you might end up with injuries and playing three up front, but... I think most of the time you don't have three. 
mm. unless you specifically go that strategy for some reason. Yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. But like you really have to go so hard. Historically, the mids are the highest scoring players. So you kind of lean towards that. Yeah, no, um, 100%. Before we move that. off Fulham, oh, I want to yeah. also bring up Harry Wilson. I really wanted to talk about him, yeah. In the championship last year, 19 assists, 10 goals. Yeah, he had a crazy, Ex-Liverpool crazy year. youngster. Yeah, he is. So um, I think him and Pereira could go quite well. Yeah. I think Pereira's a bit more unproven and then he doesn't have many stats behind him. No, but he his... hasn't really got the minutes either. No. So it's, I would be picking Wilson over him though. Me too. Um, but it could be an interesting one to keep an eye on Pereira. And I'll say this from, you know, for Fulham as one of the, you know, obviously teams coming up, they won the league... They won the championship mm. uh, for goals scored. This is ranks. This is a ranking system versus other championship clubs. For goals scored, they were first. For shots per ca- for shots per game, they were first. To shots on target per game, they were first. Big chances created, xG as well, and possession, they were second. Mm. So they were a pretty fucking dominant team. It's and it seems like attacking wise for the majority, right? Mm. So. You've got to think, okay, they're pretty cohesive as an attacking threat. I don't know what their stats were the year that they came up uh, last. I don't know if they won the league or whatever. I I seem to remember Mitro had pretty good stats coming in last year. They got in through playoff. They got in through playoff. But it seems like a little more firm. And, you know, they're straight back. They're here again. They obviously, like, went down. Actually, did they win? I mean, look now. I, I thought they won the championship. Fulham were crowned tw- 21-22 championship winners. Apologies, yeah. So it was... With the best record in the division, I'm reading Bournemouth here. and Nottingham who got... Uh, they were the first team to score more than 100 goals in second tier uh, since City did it in 2002. Wow, stat chart. Let's go, baby. <sighs> Man, I'm on fire here. Um, you want more? <laughs> uh, anyway, look, I think that... Outside of um, Hito's little Harry Wilson, it's Mitrovic and anyone else in that team. I do believe that Pereira could have a good season. Yeah. Oh, Pereira shout out. Okay. I think so. I think I think he's going to be a little bit more creative outlet for them that they that they might need in the in the Premier League against the big boys. Fair enough. All right. All right. Let's go. And what about? Oh, sorry. One last question. Fabio Carvalho. What do you know about him? Well, he's moved to Liverpool. What? Sorry. He moved to Liverpool. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, he left. Yeah. He went to Liverpool. After, after this season? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Shit. Yeah. I didn't know about that. He had a good season last season. Though, yeah, he did. Fulham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, well. That's what I was thinking. I was like 10, yeah. 10 goals, 8 assists. Yeah. Yeah. So he'll be on the bench this year. Not bad. <laughs> yeah. He might play every now and again. Yeah, okay. Oh, there's some the other players in there that have some decent stats. But look, the only other one I wanted to shout out maybe was uh, Niskin's Cabano. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's had nine goals, six assists last season. Uh, he plays as a left winger. He's a winger, yeah. 31 appearances, like pretty nailed on. And he plays the same side as um, Robinson. And they kind of linked up quite well last season as well. Very interesting. Anyway, uh, look, it just, it, I guess, again, it'll be one to watch. And the only ones that are going to really be drafted are who we've already talked about. Mm. Okay. Uh, Let's wrap up. Is this the last one? Leeds, yeah. It's a big jump in the alphabet, isn't there? We go from F to L. Mm. Well, Hull's not in there anymore. Damn. <laughs> and I don't know about I, an I team. Isle, Isle of White, are they in it? <laughs> oh, God. Isle of White? Bournemouth. 
Bournemouth. So Leeds, Bournemouth. What, how are they going to go this year? Are, are you picking up Bamford in the first this year again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he loves that. Sorry, man. Last year, Hito picked up Bamford in the first. I mean, look, it was an option and it was a gamble oh, that you took. I was like sixth pick. Yeah. You're living in the past. And look, if you picked up Mane, you would have won the league. Let's talk I mean, about Bamford's prospects but I might this not have season. Charged back. Who knows? <laughs> Let's talk about Bamford's prospects this season. Let's go. Um, he still I'm, doesn't like that I ripped him to Chelsea early, does he? Yeah, oh, well, I still don't like you brought a fucking zero beer. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so Bamford is is there again. He's fit. I don't know about preseason, but I know that he's not injured. Yeah, I just don't know if he carries the same weight. I, I, well, he I, definitely doesn't. I think he could be a little bit of a sleeper pick because people are going to be knowing that he was. Bit it's that luck thing year. you were talking about, man. Yeah, like this is that's just really you know where do you put your faith in those one those risky picks, and I, maybe that can kind of take us to a draft strategy a little bit. Like, and mm. we've talked about it before. You know, you want to fill your team with like some pretty solid players and some risk. But we've seen even in our league many times, I've made this mistake before, you're drafting, you're not really paying attention, you're looking at at names and everything like that. And all of a sudden you look at your team and you're like, fuck, a few risky players in here. Like players that might not necessarily perform and like, Mm. you know, mm, you, you do have to watch out. Definitely. That you don't add up too many because, yeah, sure, take a risk. But, like, take five risks? Well, you're probably going to lose out on a couple there. Yeah. yeah. I there's think also, Bam- sorry, you go. No, you go. I was just going to say there's the other end too. Like, last year I went quite safe in what I thought was a safe strategy. Mm. But I, was, I picked players, too many players that had not proven it over multiple years as well. Like I kind of went to like so many safe options who were just like not big names, but just had a good haul last year Mm. and it backfired on so many accounts. But it was good for tanking. It (laughs) It it worked out well. You got Ronaldo. Do that again. Oh my God. Like I went like Harrison who had a great year the year before. I went Suchek who like just got a solid like 140 points. Like I've just got a lot of like base names. Mm. Yeah. But they just had outstanding seasons the year before. Yeah. You did kind of go on. You can't go too conservative form. either. Yeah. And look, just getting back to Leeds, I think, you know, and talking about Bamford, mm. is a third a third uh, forward would be perfect, but maybe a late second pick striker. Yeah. Like a mid-round. When you're kind of running say, out of like decent. Yeah. If your draft has kind of gone where you've gone defender and mid-heavy and you don't have any strikers, maybe that one name. Yeah. Get Bamford in. Um, and then if you've gone forward heavy, maybe get him in as your third. Yeah. So let's just talk about what they've lost this year. Because mm. they have lost some big players. They lost um, Rafinha to Barcelona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've also lost Calvin uh, Phillips. Calvin Phillips. Yeah, it's going to be a big loss for them. I think it is. Um, you know, have they filled those holes? Um, is there anyone you guys are seeing that you know, is capable of... Well, they've brought in about five players, but I don't know much about them. Maybe if I list them out, you might know a bit. The hard thing is that (sighs) they all have a lot of good chat behind them because Mm. of what Leeds are trying to do as a team. But in terms of fantasy, no one's coming in with like 10, 15 goals to their name. No, It's like it's going to maybe help Leeds as a team and we'll have to wait and see how that plays out. And Mm. probably Leeds fans will probably be starting to see that. And there's a lot of promising names in there because they fit Marsh's ideas. 
But in terms of numbers, like there's um, Sinistera. He's a winger. Got 12 goals, seven assists last year. He does interest me. Like he could come in and play a lot of minutes. (coughs) He came from Feyenoord. So the Dutch league, not as like strong typically. He signed a bunch of players from Salzburg. That's not like, you know, the strongest league in Austria, but you know, more center. Minamino, Haaland have come from that league. Before. And he's he coached there. Oh, we saw how Minamino went. Um, he's coached there, though. That's where he came from, right? Yeah. So he knows these players most likely and he's signing exactly. them to fill in what strategy he wants to play. Yeah. The, um, and maybe that's going to make overall. them a more cohesive team, yeah. as you're saying. But, yeah, in terms of standout assets, I mean, like they've signed Tyler Adams as well. Mm. Who's meant to be a replacement at centre defensive mid? They dropped about twenty mil on him. I think your main two boys, two boys with with leads, has got to be Harrison and Bamford. There's ch- talk of Harrison moving. Really? Shit, I can't remember where it was, but I remember hearing that Harrison might go. Wow, um, I, I didn't hear to that. another Premier League team as well. So something to watch out for. Uh, let me just see if I can find that rumor while you guys talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. Well, I mean, if he stays, it's going to be good for Bamford because I think that Bamford needs someone with a little bit of Premier League experience. Yeah, exactly. And I like what you said before about Bamford a late second. If late you're at the second. point where you're kind of tossing up between like Lucas Mora mm. or Bamford. Yeah. You're oh, kind of like... That's an easy pick, yeah. Okay. Like if you're that level of midfielder where you're like, yeah. you might get a couple of goals. Yep. But he's not going to start every game. Yeah. That's kind of feel like we're at the point where you take a punt on... Someone like Bamford. Yeah, I agree. It's I hard really because he... It's not that he had a bad... It's the injuries that worry me. Yeah. On oh, Newcastle, we're making a move for Harrison. Ah, okay. okay. Which that, is... In, that's that interesting. to me. Yeah. They're, they're recruiting quite well. They Newcastle. Are. They are. I, I'm looking forward to talking about them next week. They're one of those ones that over the next couple of years... Fuck, we're going to have to keep an eye on them. Yeah. Because they're just going to come out of nowhere. They're going to be those players that you might be able to jump on. And they're making all these signings. You're like, okay, okay. And then next (coughs) minute, she's going to be like, Neymar. And you're like, holy shit, where did that come (laughs) from? Yeah. (laughs) Neymar in Newcastle. Oh, (laughs) my God. I'd love to see that. Yeah. (laughs) I think you're going to see it. (laughs) I really hope so. Um, Oh, and yes, uh, Corne, we were talking about him before. Um, Is he... Nottingham Forest are targeting him as well. Just okay, some we'll fun talk about gossip. that um, in a couple Sorry, of days. Sorry, I just, you know, yeah. I just brought, seeing the gossip here now, I'm like, oh, I love I'm, the gossip. I'm looking forward to talking about Nottingham Forest. I, I, I don't know why, but I am. Maybe Sherwood <laughs> Forest, you know, Robin <laughs> Hood and shit. Like, I'm getting all fucking old. He just love Forest. That's the only link. I love it. I love Forest. Sherwood Forest. I love trees. <laughs> I love bush. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. All right. All right. No comment. <laughs> yeah. All right, boys. Well, I mean, that kind of finishes the 10 teams that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say on Leeds? Or? No, I think that's it, boys. No, that's it. A lot of this, this 10 teams are kind of light fantasy assets. I think we can't do the big percent Bottom of the alphabet yeah. is where the where it's at. The sleevers are at. Yeah, tune on Wednesday. Get into we'll the L's and M's. Yeah. Oh, starts getting heavy. Oh, L's and M's. LCM's. LCM's. All right. Let's see Chelsea. Peace out. What? <laughs> are they the LC? They're the C in the Oh, L- yeah, the LCM's, LCM's yeah. All right, boys. Well, that's it for another week. Ciao, ciao. See ya. Bye. Draft boys.